this powerful word that Jesus speaks in our gospel. Be opened. Be opened. It's one way for us to understand the work that God is doing in our life. Be opened. If we look at the Gospels, this describes what Jesus is doing. He's opening eyes. He's opening ears. He's opening mouths. And all of this is primarily because Jesus wants to open our hearts wide open. He wants to lead every one of his disciples to love as God loves and to, as the the second reading said, to show no partiality, to love everyone that God loves and in the way that God loves them. Jesus shows this so powerfully by his actions. We see him so often going toward and welcoming those in the culture of that time were considered second class. Those that were often rejected and set aside those often not treated with equal respect and dignity. We see Jesus going towards sinners that were scorned and outcast. We see him going toward children. We see him going toward men and women. We see him going toward the poor, the lepers, We see him going toward the Gentiles, the Roman centurion. We see him going toward those hated neighbors in the north, the Samaritans, the Samaritan woman and her entire village. Jesus welcomes them. Together with you, I am so grateful to be a disciple of Jesus. And before that actually occurred, I'm sure there were people in my life saying, Jesus, will you lay your hand on that man who so turned in and enclosed within himself? And Jesus did precisely that. Because our first opening, every conversion and every new conversion is first an opening to Jesus, an opening to receive his mercy and experience the forgiveness of our sins. It's nice to see a Viking fan on her knees over here. Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. 
to open to Jesus and to allow Jesus to heal the wounds and the hurts that were in my heart. And all of this because Jesus wanted my heart, my whole being to be wide open to receive the Holy Spirit, the very love of God that will always lead us out toward others in order to fulfill the great dream that God has. Please let's be clear on what all this work that God is doing, what God desires, this ultimate goal. God wants to take of all the peoples of the earth. He wants to bring them all to Christ and to make of them one single family. Boy, we got a lot of work to do, eh? I'm not from Canada. I was blessed years ago to be able to study for three months in the Holy Land. And during that time, I got to meet and get to know many Jewish and Palestinian brothers and sisters. But I realized when I was there that I had biases, misconceptions, and judgments against the Palestinian people. And there was a barrier that the Lord removed. Be opened. And I realized that that was in the way. But it was wonderful to get to know them. You know, sometimes our fears of the other is because we think we know them and we don't. And it's amazing when you have conversations with people that once we judged or had prejudice toward, when we really get to know them, we realize we didn't really know them at all. And how much they are like us, how much we are like them. Sometimes we have the same problems. It's just different in a different culture. And I remember asking one of these Palestinian men who had a brother who lived in California. And I said, would you ever like to live in the U.S.? He quickly said, oh no. Oh no, I could never live in the United States. My brother does not even know his neighbors. I would be lonely in America. How many of us need to beat our breasts about that one? He doesn't even know his neighbors. I was also blessed to live on the border uh, with Mexico. I lived in Laredo, Texas for three years. And I got to meet and get to know so many people from Mexico. Some of them have changed my life forever in very powerful ways. And again, I had to realize I had some pre-misconceptions. I had made judgments. And that was getting in the way, but it was beautiful how the Lord just took them away as I got to know these wonderful, amazing people, our neighbors south. 
Another example is when I started to get to know Viking fans, I, I started to realize they're not that bad <laughs> as we begin another season. I would love to hear stories of how God is doing this in your life, where he has opened your heart to different individuals or peoples that you could have not imagined before. But here's where we realize that we cannot do this ourselves. Here's where we realize how much we need Jesus that he is the one who opens what might have been closed before. And I've seen him do this in my life in so many ways. I'm going to be meeting soon with the, the, the Jewish community down the street with Rabbi Morris Allen, with the rabbi there. And we're going to start building a relationship so that God can work through these relationships and reconcile all people to himself and make one single family of God. And I'm going to end with a Jewish parable. You may have heard it before. This Jewish rabbi was before his pupils, his disciples, and he put the question to them, how can you tell when the night has ended and the daylight has begun? And of course, these anxious, enthusiastic disciples chimed out different answers. Is it when you can see a tree from a distance and tell whether it's a pear tree or an apple tree? No, he said, that's not it. How about if you can see an animal from a distance and tell whether it's a sheep or a goat? and so forth and so on. He said, no. He said, you can tell when the night has ended and the daylight has begun, when you can look into the face of every child, man and woman, and see the face of a brother and a sister. Because if you cannot yet see that, it is still night. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my heart. What areas in our life may still be closed that the Lord wants to open? to fulfill this great dream and to invite us to be part of it. Let's bring those areas that need to be open to Christ. And in this Holy Communion, say, Lord, yes, put your hand upon me and speak those words over me. Be opened so that I may love as you love and love everyone that you love. Amen.